Hi, it's Hannah from Hannah and Eric Go Birding, and I'm bringing you a brand new podcast called Women Birders Happy Hour. Did you know that the majority of birders are women? And even more, women are graduating with advanced degrees and record numbers and working in all levels of birding, from festival organization to field research to writing about birds and creating incredible art. Women are getting it done, and I want to share what they're doing with you. And additionally, I'll have a special cocktail for each episode in the spirit of happy hour. So grab a drink or two if you're listening from home or maybe a coffee if you're tuning in from the car or office and check out your favorite podcast provider for Women Birders Happy Hour. So just a little bit about me. I have been birding for about 10 years or so. I started in 2010. Um, I was in college at Oregon State University working on my bachelor's degree in natural resource management. And I had to take a required birding course or ornithology at the at that the class was called. And I just didn't, really didn't have any interest in it at all. I wanted to get into mammalology, but that wasn't until another term. So I took ornithology because it was kind of the lesser of the evils. It was either that or it was entomology, and I figured that would be really tough. So I took the class, didn't really give that much, um, didn't, didn't really put in that much effort into it. So my professor had talked about birds that eat fermented cherries and get drunk, and that really sparked my interest into the course, and the rest is history after that, because a drunk bird is something I can relate to. <laughs> Um, I put a little more effort into the course and uh, got The Life of Birds by David Attenborough and became a birder after that. And that really started my passion into birding. Um, it spurred me on to take seasonal positions as, as a naturalist with Oregon State Parks, which I did for a couple summers, and then helped me land a full-time position with Texas Parks and Wildlife Department in the Benson Rio Grande Valley State Park, which is right on the border of Texas and Mexico. So a completely different environment from Oregon, um, just a whole nother world and was a huge transition, which everybody said it was going to be. So I was kind of prepared for that. Um, but what I wasn't really prepared for was the birding community that's down there. I've never really lived in such a supportive and, um, you know, or a family, uh, community like that. We, Eric and I were part of the master naturalist program. We were part of the birder community, the native plant society, and all these different organizations, um, that was fun because everybody, everybody else was involved in the same thing. So it was like, you go to one meeting and see the same people as you'd see in another meeting. <laughs> it's just, you're talking about something different. So that, that was a really good experience. I worked there for a couple of years and just met all kinds of really interesting people that would travel from all around the world just to look at birds. And it's all, as I said, it's also a very competitive community too. So, um, one of the most wonderful people I know said one time that if you're not birding seven days a week when you're down there, what are you even doing? So then I started birding at work, you know, well, I was birding at work because I was leading birding tours at the park, but then also on the weekends I was going birding too. When, you know, that was kind of usually my, um, my time to relax, but birding really became that escape away, even though that's something that I did at work. I just birded at a different park then. Um, so I was at that position for a couple years and then I moved up to, uh, Houston to work at a different park, Sheldon Lake State Park and Environmental Learning Center, which is a really 
interesting location because it's on the outskirts of Houston, which is a major metropolitan area. Not a ton of wild spaces for people to explore. There are, of course, some great nature parks in that area, but um, most people don't really have the connection with nature that, you know, they did at Benson State Park because they they were disconnected, they were in the city. And so part of my position at that park was really to connect people with nature as a naturalist, but also just to get them out there in the first place. So that was a whole nother um, experience that I had working there. It was, it was difficult and sometimes frustrating getting people to go to the park and really enjoy it. A lot of times people would be terrified of alligators or that snakes were gonna fall out of the tree on top of them. Um, so that was really like the beginner nature level versus Benson, which people, you'd find people walking out of the forest, you know, after looking for snakes, which is completely different. So after a couple years with Texas Parks and Wildlife, I moved on to the Florida Fish and Wildlife, um, uh, agency based out of Tallahassee and worked as the Great Florida Birding and Wildlife Trail Coordinator. So a very long title, but that is if you've been to Texas or Florida, or I think it's Virginia, they have these wonderful wildlife trails. So there's sites all around the state that have entered in to be part of the nature trail. And then, you know, a lot of these organizations would put out maps that said, you know, where these nature sites were. And so it was a way to connect it and make, have people go from one place and then to another. So smaller sites could get on the map and then they'd have an increase in visitation. And that also helped bigger sites too, because if they're overwhelmed, then maybe people will go to some of these smaller sites. And that was a really rewarding position because there's over 500 sites that are a part of the, the Florida Burning Wildlife Trail. And so I get a tour of these places and see how cool um, different areas of the state were, see different birds. Um, and then, of course, Eric and I toured the state on our own as well during the weekends, going to different parks and, and looking for just all sorts of things. And in the meantime, while working with in Houston and also in Tallahassee, I finished my master's degree in parks, recreation, tourism, and sport management. And so that's something I'm super passionate about is wildlife and tourism and how, you know, the nexus of those and how to get people interested in wildlife as they're recreating. And so that's really my background. Um, we started, at, well, and then I guess we moved back home to Oregon. So now I'm on the Oregon coast where we see puffins and common murs and American dippers and wren tits and all these really cool forest species. Of course, I do miss seeing herons all the time <laughs> because we rarely see herons out here. Um, and they're just a fun big bird to watch. But I enjoy seeing all the little um, towns and warblers come to my feeder too. So we really started Hannah and Eric go birding because we felt that the adventure of birding wasn't really encapsulated in any of the podcasts that existed at the time. And that's really what birding is to me. It's the adventure of going to new places and seeing things and talking to people and all these incredible birds. And that's something that I just... I really love about birding. It's not so much like the science that goes into it. Of course, I find that important and interesting, but also just going to new places and seeing these things. And so that's, that's really what we started it for. And then that spurred me on as we've had conversations and I've looked deeper into the birding community and how it really functions and who's who. And, um, 
gone to festivals and talked with people, that's really spurred me on to create this podcast, the Women Birders Happy Hour, because one, I like to drink, as um, many birders do, and many other people as well. And so I've always had this idea of creating bird-themed cocktails, so that's part of it. But the other part is that women are doing incredible things. As I said in my intro, they're creating incredible art, music, um, paintings, things like that, and graduating with amazing degrees and research projects. And doing birding trails such as myself. I, you know, I coordinated that and the majority of people who have worked on the Florida birding trail are, have been women. So I don't always feel that women are getting, you know, the attention they deserve. And so I really hope with this podcast, I can, um, help put the spotlight on more women who are doing these incredible things and maybe even inspire you or other listeners to move towards, um, you know, getting a promotion or getting a job as a field guide or a naturalist or helping to coordinate a festival. Or I, I know you're capable of doing something great. And if you haven't had somebody say, you can do it, I want to be that person that says you can do it. So I hope that I can do that in future episodes. I look forward to talking to so many people <laughs> if they agree to talk to me. And I hope you'll listen and uh, please connect with me. I have a Twitter. It's at womenbirdershh and an email, which is womenbirders at gmail.com. I'll also have um, resources on gobirdingpodcast.com. So thank you. And I look forward to sharing with you. And if you ever see me out in the field, say hey, and I'd love to meet you.